0: Over the years, I've bumped shoulders with some famous celebs and famous people in the design space as well. It really comes down to the context of what you see as famous or celebrity, whatever. And possibly growing up in that environment of music and entertainment where my dad is has made that stardom phase me less, I guess you could say. But look, don't get me wrong. I still have my moments. So how do you get past those starstruck moments? Well... Course, let's dig in after the titles. Brand my podcast. G'day and welcome to episode 27 of Brand My Podcast. This is the show that is here to help you start and press record on your first podcast, your second, your third, your fourth, your fifth, your sixth, your seventh, your eighth, ninth, tenth, whatever episode you're at, this is that show that is here to give you that confidence of stepping up to the mic, pressing record and sharing what it is you have to share with your audience. Now, as a recap of the last episode, as always, we do this. Episode 26 was talking about how to turn your fans into rock star fans. It takes some effort to do so, but those who stand out and are memorable and create their brand as a music star, as a podcaster, as a celebrity, whoever it is, they're doing things that are keeping people to come or keeping people interested and coming back for more. To want to be a part of it, to have something that they can share with others. To can feel part of a community sense, to feel like a fan and, and show their appreciation. Have a listen to that episode. It's a quite an interesting analogy. I'm all about analogies to make sense of certain things, to put it in perspective. That's a good one. As always, if you're on Apple Podcasts, I know a lot of you are that listen to this, please leave a review and connect with me on Instagram as well, at G'day Frank. You can ask me questions on there about podcasting or give some feedback, what you want to hear next, all those lovely things. And this episode, to cover this week's question is, how can I avoid being starstruck? Start that again. How can I avoid being starstruck? I still can't get it right. I keep saying starstruck. How can I avoid being starstruck of my next guest? We got there. We got there. And this is a fun one because I think all of us have one person we know of, may not actually no. but we know of um, that we'd like to have on our show. We might idolize them, but obviously think that we might never get them on the show. They might never say yes, or that you'd probably freeze or have a fanboy or fangirl moment over them when they join the call, or you meet them in person. Now, for a bit of a story here to give you some context of how I've gone about this, had my star struck fanboy moment just before i dig into some of the ways that you can overcome this little battle a couple of years ago here in sydney i was contacted by a guy named andy if you're listening andy you rock Um, he works for a design and branding agency rub run (laughs) run by a guy named rob janoff now i'm not expecting you to know who rob is but you'll know his work for sure as he was the designer of the original Apple logo back in the 70s when Apple first started. You know, the one that had all the, the levels of color, the yellow, blue, green, red, and I think purple. Now, I was given the opportunity to meet Rob when he came into Sydney a couple of years ago from Chicago, where he's based. But he has, also has a team here in Australia, up in Brisbane. But not only meet him, record a podcast with him for my then show, Two Red Chairs. Now, I was like, get the f- out of here in my own head. But, you know, deep down, try to play it as cool as I could, uh, as cool as possible, which which is easy to do via messages and the back and forth that I had with Andy. But on the day itself, I drove down into Sydney, into the city, I'm about an hour and a half's drive, from Sydney City, to meet Rob and his team and Andy at the hotel that he was staying at and also roped in a good mate of mine, Dave. Uh, he's from University Days, great filmographer, I guess you'd say, videographer, uh, and storyteller, also a designer too, and I got him to help film and record the chat with Rob. Anyway, so I get to the hotel and I'm waiting for this contact of mine, Andy, to flick me a text and say that they're back at the hotel. And he texts me and says, where are you in the lobby? He's like, you can't see me. I can't see him. He can't see me. <laughs> what what the hell? We're in two different hotels. I've been given the wrong hotel name. <laughs> Bugger. I said, look, all good. Um, I'll be there in a sec. Luckily, they're only two blocks away. So my mate Dave was out in his car and we legged it over to the other hotel. Luckily, it was close because if it was on the other side of town, it probably would have been a bit of a schmoz. Anyway, by this stage, I am sweating buckets with nerves, A, from meeting the guy that designed the Apple logo, my fanboy moment. I'm also sweating with stress of not being in the right place, obviously, and I'm sweating thinking about how we're going to set everything up and what we're going to talk about. And I got to say, that was all until we got there. I shook Rob's hand, met his partner, met Andy, the other people that worked at the hotel as well that were helping us facilitate the space and started to have a chat with Rob before we sat down to record. And look, I, I remembered that I trusted that I had the questions. I had Dave there to set everything up for me. It just needed me to be present and there in the moment with Rob. And, you know, I don't mind, I had to remember as well, I don't mind talking to people, especially those who do exactly what I do. So we just talked shop, basically. Now, that's obviously not a luxury. I know a lot of you have those few minutes before you press record. Someone that you have on the show might not have a lot of time, you need to dig into things. But that minute or two before you start recording, just to get a lay of the land, can help set that tone and center yourself to do what you need to do best. So with that said, we had a great chat for the podcast. My mate Dave did just a stellar job. He had three cameras, lights, mics, all the rest of it. It looked so damn profesh. And I think Rob and his team walked away very happy and possibly impressed, I don't know, um, with the experience just as much as we were. I mean, this was episode five of my Two Red chat show. It's now got to, I think, 40 episodes or maybe just shy of that. But enough of my story here. Let's let's get into a few tips here I have for you. Now, the first is do some research into who that guest is so that they you feel like you know them in some way or at least a little bit more than what you already do so you're familiar with them, especially if they have video content. So you see their face, you see their mannerisms, what they respond to, what they're interested in. Or look at previous interviews they might have done or podcast episodes that they might have been on. It helps educate you into how you can come at this at a different angle. And of course, it might perpetuate things by just getting to know them more and more and seeing them and you build them up onto a pedestal. Try not to do that, I would say. But as I said before, keep this objective to find that unique angle to come at this episode with. You know, do something that others haven't done. Don't typically ask them, you know, from the experiences that you've seen them be a part of, for, especially podcasts. That was a tip my mate Dave that I mentioned before gave me before I interviewed Rob. He was like, try and find some questions or talking points that you could have with Rob that aren't the typical things he gets asked all the time. I mean, obviously it's centered around the Apple logo and that's what he's known for. And that's what he, he puts towards his you know personal brand and business brand. It's that calling card. But I try to find a different kind of angle to make it my own kind of chat with him uh, and you know do things my own way. But I had an example. Um, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. It's really drawing a blank, but I was a guest on someone's podcast earlier this year. And man, this did, this guy did some research on me. I was thoroughly impressed. It felt like a bit of a, a biography on and what I've done and where I'm at. And I was like, geez, I, I feel a little bit more confident about myself. Now, not everyone's going to respond to that and want to hear all those things about them and might make them feel uncomfortable. But just at least showing some due diligence, I think, in, in doing that research and being prepared can go a long way to make it feel like you're legitimately making the most of their time that's what you don't want to have is someone feeling like they, you're wasting their time. The next is, in terms of these tips here, is to lead with a value proposition in the way that you ask for a guest to come on your show. Now, there's a whole thing of, of pitching to people, of getting them on your show. I tend to have it more conversationally done. So, you know, you network and you talk about other different things and it's like, hey, by the way, would you like to be on a podcast? Maybe we can continue that chat on something like that might be a value to your customers or your audience, your listeners. Even if you have your own show, I'd be happy to come on yours as a bit of an exchange, whatever. But lead with that value proposition. Rather than just saying something like, I love you. (laughs) Maybe not that extreme, but I love what you do. Will you be on my show? Uh, Would that conversation help your listeners? So if there's something that you can attribute a key takeaway point or something that you want to center the episode around that tickles their fancy that they could then use for their own audience. It's a valuable conversation that they could have with their audience if they share it on their own social media and, and attract their audience to listen to your episode. But it, you know, conversely, or the same with your listeners, is it valuable for them just as much as it is for you to chat with that person? So have that value proposition in mind To make it an enticing and purposeful use of that person's time and and your time and your listener's time and their listener's time if they share it on. The third point is having talking points or questions with follow-up questions in tow that are pre-planned. You know, we want to be objective here. So pre-planning your episode is going to take those kind of jitters away of, what am I going to ask next? Or what do I say next? Or those kind of things where you're like, amazing, that sounds so good. Oh, you're just amazing, blah, 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 Rather than having those fan boy, fan girl, starstruck moments, having talking points and questions that follow up your original talking points as well will help you be objective, Will make you go through those things sequentially. So if you are freaking out, you're sweating like, you know, I don't know, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know the right analogy to give you there without uh, turning it, eyebrows up. Um, but yeah, to avoid that, you, you remain objectives and that gives you a clear uh, plan of attack, not even attack, but just a, a sequential guide to guide you through that conversation so that you can keep your composure. Because a man without a plan, woman without a plan, a person without a plan is, is, is not going to be good. Unless you're seasoned at this kind of thing where you can ask questions off the top of your head and, and make it more conversational, then great. But I hazard a guess if that's you, you're probably not dealing with starstruck moments in this kind of context. The fourth point is to record their introduction or outro of who they are after you have your chat with them. Now, I do this with a couple of my shows. This show included, actually. I, I do a little spiel if I ever have a guest on that introduces them without taking their time to introduce them to themselves. Put it that way. I mean, it's nice to hear why being read at, like I mentioned before. But that could probably wear off for a lot of people that do a lot of speaking gigs and do appear on podcasts a lot. So if you take that time after you record your chat with your guest to do the introdu- introduction introduction of who they are and then where to find them in their outro, that can give you that little bit more time with them to also additionally help them walk away feeling satisfied with your chat. You know, not having to, if that really turns them off being introduced and all that kind of stuff, it makes them feel a bit uneasy we want to take that away and just, you know, dive right into something that really excites them is, is what they know and can talk about and they respond to well. Some, you know, people are introverted and, and don't like, you know, a big song and dance, but, you know, you want to you want to have that person walk away feeling satisfied and make it as frictionless as possible. And this also goes for the tech side of things too, but that that's something that I'd going to be covering in the next episode just a little bit of a, a teaser there i'll come back to it though at the end of the episode to give you an idea of what i mean by that tip five is to look, be upfront, uh, open and honest with them that you're you're a little starstruck before you record you know or be prepared to say it during the recording it it just comes across as that little bit more in, authentic and possibly even endearing depending on your personality type and the way that you kind of deliver that I think the people, the people that you do have as guests, and and you tell them that you're a little bit nervous. I think they'll find you know that that you know themselves endearing, and it might make them feel nice. I, I had this once where I had a, um, a friend of mine, Diana. She's fantastic. She has so much personality. But when she came on my show on Two Red Chairs, I invited her on. She was she was having that moment of like getting nervous and feeling anxious about the chat and and talking with me and I was like, it's just me. There's there's like no one else around here. Just it's okay. We're just having a, a conversation here. Uh, it shouldn't be anything more than that. Don't feel like you're pressured to say something amazing and momentous and all the rest of it. You do you. Um, so this might even be a. a kind of a separate tip here but I'm going to roll it within the same thing as if if your guest is a bit uneasy about the experience make them feel as comfortable as you feel the best way you can is to reassure them that it's just you and and that it's okay to feel nervous and just verbalize it and get it off their chest but what I would say as well if it's you or if it's them is to try and keep those fanboy or fangirl moments to a minimum If you're gloating about what it is they do throughout the whole episode, it it just becomes a bit, yeah, just a bit awkward, (laughs) a bit awkward. And even for your guests, if they're a fan boy or fangirl of yours, then look, just maybe clip some of those bits out so it makes them or puts them in the best light that they could possibly be. Tip six is don't talk over them because you might just do this in your nervousness basically to overcompensate and and try and come across as confident because it might just come across as (laughs) coffee it might come across as cocky if you try and hide it because you, you 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 flex in different ways so if you're trying to stop from one thing it overcompensates in a different way and you try and hide it in those ways it can come out and you can sound just a bit of it you can just turn into a bit of a dick i'm not saying that's your personality type but it certainly could be in that moment so it's just something to be aware of i guess that if you find that you're talking over that person or trying to finish their sentences to kind of make them feel okay and, and all the rest of it just pause and listen and let them talk and when they're ready to you know Finish what they're saying, lead into your part and continue the part of the conversation, or ask your next your next question, or bring up your next talking point, change tunes, all the rest of those things. Just try not to over talk or talk over, should I say. Talk over them. Um, because yeah, it, it might just it might just mess things up a little bit. Which brings me, and I take a big breath doing so. Tip seven is to breathe. At the end of the day, they are just another person. They might be your idol. I I totally appreciate that. But at the end of the day, they're another person. They they have expertise in an area. And like I said before, you you want to be objective with what it is you are offering your listeners and even their listeners, if they have an audience to share this with. You know, if we if we breathe and just take that moment to pause. Even in between a response and your next question, it can still come across as being more considered in what it is you're about to say next, can show that person that you're really thinking hard about what can I follow up with there to get the best value. Now, if the pause is ridiculously long or it feels ridiculously long, it's not as long as you think, but if when you edit it back, it's a a bit tedious, then... Clip it. That's that's the beauty of editing your podcast. You can always clip it. So those those breath moments, just the same as if you're doing it by yourself. That's what I'm doing throughout this episode. I'm clipping bits, taking a breath in between each bit, and making it something that sounds more considered. You know, there's devil in the detail in silence sometimes, where where true interest and knowledge can come from, and all those things. So breathe. The last tip here is if you're afraid to ask, you're not going to know they'll say yes or no if you don't ask. But when you do, be brief and and be to the point. Offering too much detail is really not needed for something like a podcast. But alternatively, if there is something that you want to give that person some context is to provide something like a guest fact sheet. Of what the show's about that you have, what kind of things you want to talk about, the format of the show, what kind of recordings you do, all that good stuff that really gives a person an understanding of what it is you're trying to achieve here so that they can show up and deliver the goods. They know what's expected of them for coming on. If for free in most cases, it's their time and they want to give the most value, most likely. And That way they've just got some context to work with. But before that, preceding that is that if you're thinking, oh, I really want that person on the show, how do I get them on there? Ask. I've been more than happy to jump on anyone's podcast that's asked me if I've had the time to do it. I typically don't say no, possibly to my detriment, but there are going to be people out there that don't have the time or it might not be a good fit. So if you do that pre-planning of research to understand if, you, if that person is a good fit, if they're going to offer something of value, or you could suggest something of value that you'd like to talk about in that episode, that's going to help. You know, all these things, if you culminate them together, is going to give your guest a much better sense of what they need to do, who you are, who your listeners are, all those things that makes a better outcome for your show. So with that, the too long didn't listen takeaway, the TL, some of the semi-colony thing, I still don't know what that's called, um, didn't listen takeaway is, look, I, I don't expect anyone to be thinking that you have to have a thousand percent confidence when starting out your podcast. I said that probably throughout this whole endeavor of this show, is that unless you have a fair bit of speaking and network experience under your belt already, talking to new people might be daunting as hell. And that's okay. It takes time to get that up. But even still, you know, you're the host. It's going to take time to fill those shoes. And at the end of the day, like I said, you're the host, but you're also the star of the show. They are, you know, maybe more famous than you, but they're the famous cameo that is adding to the value that you are delivering your audience. And you're that shepherd or you're that vessel that is bringing that to someone else. But you're doing it with your own spin as well. So you've got something to bring to the table at the same stage. Because one of the best lessons that I learned in podcasting was that your podcast is not great because of who your next guest is. Which you've got to thank there, James Bishop, he's been on the show as a guest, for that one. And I probably butchered that, but it was words to that effect because... It, the star of the show needs to be you. You and your co-hosts, if you have them, that are what people come back for time and time again. You're the people that are there every episode, not your guests. No matter how amazing that they are or how much value that they give, it's a one-off. Maybe you might have them back. That's awesome if they do come back. But try and remember that your show is not as good as your next guest. So with that I'll say that if you have any further questions about this topic or starting your podcast, launching it, leveling it up, head to brandmypodcast.com to say g'day, or you can tag at g'day Frank, that's me, on Instagram. If you're listening to the show and you want to share the goodness with others, if this episode really nailed it for you, please, I'd love to share your share on, or if you have any questions, you can obviously send me a DM on Instagram too. Now, the next episode, bit of a teaser, I alluded to it at one of the points along the way there. I'm going to be diving into talking about creating a frictionless podcast experience. So, not just for your guests, like I've mentioned before, but for your audience and, of course, yourself and your co hosts producing your show. But until then, I am your host, Frank. This is Brand My Podcast, the show that is here to help you brand and start your podcast. Let's get the momentum going so that you make podcasting as easy as pressing record. I will see you in episode 28. All right. Until then, bye.